Well, thanks for hopping on with me today, Drew. My name is Breeze. This is the, the MMA Breeze show. So um, I, I value your time. We'll just jump right in. You know, how's, how's the weight cut going? Uh, you know, it's going, uh, you know, it's the Sunday before weight cut. So, you know, it's still on me, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, yeah, just, I just follow on the plan. Um, man, I've been working with a uh, few your fight camp here in Denver. Her name's Laylee. And mm-hmm. since, uh, hiring her onto my fight camps, my, my weight cuts have been incredible. So man, I just look forward to another smooth one this week. Yeah, absolutely. How many fight camps have you done with her? Uh, it should be, well, I did three fight camps in 2020. Unfortunately, there was only two fights, <laughs> right. uh, but yeah, I've done uh, three camps with her and, uh, man, it's just one of those things like, I just don't feel like I'm suffering. Coming off of a three fight, uh, win streak, all finishes two performance of the nights. I know after your last fight, you called for a striker. You wanted another show to put on for everybody. Um, turns out you got the opposite of that. You're fighting Islam Makachev. So how did that happen? Where, when, and why did that draw your interest over a striker? You know, uh, I wish I had a lot of say in the matter, man. I like, uh, I like having something to say when people ask me, who do I want to fight? But I don't think I have too much control. I think the UFC has an idea of where they want to put me. Um, but, uh, man, I was thinking of Diego for all of 2020. Mm-hmm. And I was preparing for a, a grappler. Yeah. And uh, that fight didn't work out. Um, and then on my vacation, <laughs> uh, I got offered the uh, the Islam fight. And Islam was one of those guys that I knew I was going to fight eventually. You know, mm-hmm. we were scared to fight each other in, like, 2017. And, yeah. uh, man, I love I loved the matchup. Not not because it's an easy matchup for me, but because it's it's a renowned, a prestigious matchup. You know, I think he's super talented, and uh, um, yeah, and I just look forward to uh, you know having fantastic fights. Mm-hmm. And so that's what this fight means to me. It's just another extremely fantastic fight I can just add to my resume. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is by far the most followed opponent that you've you've faced. Am I correct on that on that note? I mean, he's got over two million followers. Are you looking to steal some fire here and go out with a little blaze? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would love to adopt some of those followers uh, to the Instagram, and then, uh, man, I'm also looking forward to uh, testing that hype. I really want to know how actually good he is, and so, man, yeah. just the the challenge excites me so much. And I've heard in in other interviews with you talking on the upcoming fight, you know, you like you said, you've tried to fight Diego and for whatever reason, the stars weren't aligning. Um, if you do get another finish, quick work on Islam and you're going on uh, and they ask you who you want next. Are you going backwards to, to fight Diego? Because I'd have to imagine that would catapult you towards a top 10 fight, especially beating Islam in the way that, you know, you've been finishing the last few guys. I mean, in all honesty, I've been looking at the, the, the top 10 and uh, my goal is to fight the most fantastic fighters. And there's a guy that just entered the uh, top 10 RDA, who's a former world champion. So, you know, I, I beat Islam. I want RDA this summer. And on okay. uh, fighting only two times in one year is just not good enough for me. And I want to fight often. So I want to be a main event this summer. RDA looks like he's available. I would love that fight. You know, just uh, two yeah. southpaws, you know, big southpaws uh just swinging leather at each other man i think it makes for a great main event yeah i think that i think that would be a heck of a matchup as well um speaking of you know the top caliber fighters we know out in colorado you definitely get your fair share of of work from those guys you got justin and usman running through your camp how much have you worked with those guys in preparation to this fight uh, you know, uh, I mean, I work with Justin Gaethje as much as possible. You know, he's a he's a really good teammate. We balance a lot of skills off each other. Uh, Usman, I did get to spar a, a couple times, but uh, man, uh, I think with all our matchups, you know, with uh, Usman fighting or uh, preparing for Burns, uh, 
I wasn't the matchup or the sparring partner that he needed. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, we were kind of having fun with each other, but uh, we were kind of like focusing on other teammates and stuff like that. But Team Elevation is just surrounded by talent. Uh, you know, the the renowned talent of Justin Gaethje and Usman, but also talent in the coaching. And then the guys are like, you know, up and comers that are super talented too. Mm-hmm. So, man, I uh, I am not limited in, uh, you know, people – trying to beat me up and yeah. doing a good job of it too i like it i like it so i mean you know you're, you're about to fight a very tough contender in islam makachev you train with justin gagey where do you feel you fall in the top five you know you have experience going with some of the best in the world some guys that have had title shots and even usman who has the title right now do you feel at this point you know it seems like you're peaking you're 32 you're you've got three finishes you're on performance of the night streak do you think that this is coming into your own and that this is your time to kind of go for that title run? Oh yeah, absolutely. I feel, uh, you know, at the age of 32, I feel better than I ever did ever in my twenties, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, I feel like I'm really coming into, you know, uh, like showcasing, you know, what I have physically and, and mentally and technically. And so, man, it, it definitely is my time to, to shine. And, uh, Man, I don't really focus too much on the, the whole top 10, top five title run. I, I'm focusing on fantastic fights. Because to be honest, in the lightweight division, the top 15, all of those guys can be like a top five at any time, you know? Right. Like there's so many, there's so much talent. And so I don't really focus on the number. I focus on the opponent and the quality of fights. And so with my fight March, uh, you know, six against Islam, man, that could have been a, a number one contender spot, a number mm-hmm. one contender fight. Uh, but yeah, so I'm just, I'm here to make fantastic fights, get fantastic wins and entertain the crowd, no, no matter where we fall in the card. Awesome. Right on, right on. And I was watching Javier Mendez speak a little bit about the matchup between you and Islam. And he was talking about, you know, they would, uh, uh preferred getting a victory over RDA because it would have catapulted him higher into that top 10. Um, but do you think uh, they're, they're overlooking you at all? Do you think that they're taking this matchup seriously? or do you? Because he said after this, he thinks Islam will have one more fight and then that'll be his coming out party. Do you think that they're overlooking you at all? Um, I think uh, when you look at me on paper, you know, I have uh, some submission losses and, uh, you know, I've, I've struggled with the grapplers. And so very possibly this could be, uh, you know, a very confident Islam thing. He's going to take me to the ground and submit me and moving on to the next. And, uh, you know, it, I hope to God he thinks that because I'm a definitely a more evolved fighter since, you know, I definitely learned uh, a ton from my losses. And so if you if you look at my losses, you're already one step behind. Um, so I do think uh, I don't know if he's overlooking me, but I do know that Islam's going to be very confident in this fight. And so it's my job to kind of, you know, shove that uh, confidence down his throat. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I know. um I know basically Islam and you, uh, like you said, you had tried to book a fight back in the day. Now you've taken some uh, some more experience with the submission loss and uh, that you had a couple fights back. But do you think that with all the preparation with Diego and, and working on your ground game, do you think that you're going to have some surprises? Maybe even, you know, you, he's got seven submission wins. You got six. Do you think that the gap between you guys on the ground is as big as as the general public does? Um, so if it was a grappling match, I, I think he could possibly be better at jujitsu than I am, but this is MMA. And, uh, what I focus on isn't my ability to play jujitsu. It's my ability to blend my jujitsu with the rest of my game. And so to say that, like, like I'm a brand on jujitsu, like, but this isn't like a gi or no gi, like, uh, you know, uh, jujitsu match. This is MMA. And so 
what I have learned is how to implement jujitsu and wrestling with my striking and, and just blend everything. So I'm going to be better at filling in the, the holes in the game than uh, Islam should be. Well, that's, that's awesome. So I know, speaking of, you know, evolving and, and you said uh, after your fight with Alexander um, that you were working a lot with Oscar on your, on your footwork and, and uh, being able to hit a moving target. So how much have you worked with Oscar in the, in leading up to fighting Islam? Has he been in, in your corner? Is he going to corner you for this upcoming fight? Oh, of course. You know, my, my, uh, my main guys are Oscar Martinez, Dave Zabriskie and Elliot Marshall. And, uh, Man, this camp was uh, was tremendous as far as communication. All three of my coaches have been on it, just watching everything that I'm doing, blending things together. And uh, no, I think uh, the, the biggest thing of this camp is, uh, you know, my um, technique isn't car- uh, separated. You know, it's not just striking, wrestling, and jujitsu. Man, it all blends together. And I think this camp, my coaches communicate with each other, communicated with me. We started blending techniques together. And uh, so, yeah, uh, we watch film on Islam, but more so we've been focusing on how to be the best Drew Dober come March 6th. Absolutely. So a win over Islam Makachev at this next fight, maybe a, another fight or two th- this year, early next year. Where do you see you falling in line to the rankings at the end of the year? And do you see where do you see yourself in the title hunt by the end of 2021? If I'm going to be uh, completely honest, man, uh, I, I don't really, like I said, I don't focus on the number mm-hmm. or the title run, but I knew, I do know full well that uh, there's going to be more eyes, more hype and, and more fights this year. You know, I just, I feel so confident in my abilities right now to entertain the fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't focus on outcomes. Like if I win all three, then yeah, I'll be in the, the title run. But even so, like, man, the 15 minutes I spend in the cage, if I have three fights, that's 45 minutes in the cage. I'm definitely uh, just you're going to be a fan favorite for sure by the end of the year. Awesome. Awesome. How do you feel about the whole, all the adaptations that the UFC's made with the COVID protocols, lack of fans, lack of noise and all that good stuff. Do you, are you a fan of it or is it kind of take you out of your game? Uh, I'm very blessed that uh, the UFC has found a way to keep us busy, man. It, it, it's mm-hmm. great. And uh, the funny thing is, oh man, it, it just reminds me of fighting uh, Muay Thai in the Midwest. Nobody comes to those shows. <laughs> Unless you're doing tournaments, like wrestling tournaments, like 9 a.m., yeah. right? It's just yeah. your mind, right? Yeah. Like, and so, like, it was a fun reminder of, like, how we started, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh, MMA, you know, in the United States, like, it wasn't about the money fans glory and all that stuff it was it was we're just doing it because we love it and so man going to the apex center you know fighting with a minimal crowd it's like it's it's remembering where i first started and and the love of the game little nostalgia there eh? that's um that's cool i I know i wrestled a little bit in high school and you wrestled a little in high school um and like you said not a whole lot of people come to those events so the ufc taking that taking that route lately i know a lot of fighters been in favor of it a lot of fighters haven't but um you know it's it's an exciting time we're excited to see you and islam i appreciate you jumping on the show today i know you got a lot going on so i'll let you i'll let you get out of here but uh hopefully we can have you back on again soon i'll uh i'll find you on instagram i'll upload the video on youtube send you the link and uh and we'll be yeah. in touch good luck with your fight and uh thanks i appreciate for you on. yeah man yeah, we I'm extremely available uh march 7th and beyond so 
I right. love talking to the fans and, and talking to shop. So awesome. Well, if you're if you're down to if you're down to hop back on, I got uh I got Chael tomorrow, Luke Rockhold tomorrow, and then uh the next day I got Kevin Lee, and then we got some other things we're booking. So um we're we're trying to we're trying to get keep it consistent and uh keep oh, yeah. the content flowing. So we'll Dude, definitely uh keep you in mind. You gotta have Kevin Lee show off that tattoo that he got. Um, I haven't been able to see him perform with it. But yeah. Like, I mean, they're showing that off. Yeah, the one on his head, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think... saw a picture of it. I was like, oh, I could possibly get to take you out for a while, but uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he um, his hair seems to be growing out on top of it a little bit now, so it's kind of hard to see, but that looked like a pain to get, man. <laughs> I had zero tattoos on my body. It's, it's something that I, I will appreciate from afar, but I was like, man, I could not do that myself. So Same. Yeah, props to Kevin Lee, man. Yeah, props to Kevin Lee. I have no tattoos as well. That's just, I'm a very <laughs> indecisive person. I don't know what I'd do. Um, I'd probably regret it three hours later, but uh... exactly that's the same thing I tell people all the time. I was like, man, I put it on my body and I would hate it like after an hour. Yeah, pieces out and stuff like that. Cool, so man. Cool. yeah, man. I appreciate you making the time and uh we'll be in touch. We'll get something going again soon. Hell yeah, man. I appreciate it. You have a great Sunday. Mm -hmm.